Alright, welcome back to another episode of The World According to Us. This is Steve Jobber, and it's uh, May 25th. 2022 and it is crazy to hear the news of another mass shooting just a couple of days removed from a few more than well just well yeah just a few days removed from that latest shooting mass shooting in Buffalo New York this time they killed the gunman who's another 18 year old but this one is perhaps maybe allegedly or accurately uh, a Latino male 18 years old who decided to go to an elementary school and just massacre children um, this is a crazy crazy time period to be living in and clearly this for me I think is another example of the routine playing itself out once again another mass shooting another more gun violence talk more uh gun law talk and what must be done what has to happen how many more of these before they're gonna do something which i feel again is part of a problem reaction solution program you create the problem you get the reaction you want and you offer the solution you create the problem with guns You get the reaction with these mass shootings, people calling for disarmament, basically. And then you offer them the solution with the laws that you've already written up on how to strip everybody from being able to defend themselves at all from what's really coming. The police brutality and violence now gets overshadowed and drummed out in terms of them being an issue that needs to be dealt with too, them being needed to quell these mass shooters or stop them or have some sort of an investigation take place prior to this being an eventuality. I don't know, it sounds like a lot of craziness being allowed to go on on purpose and to suit a bigger agenda. Um, Yeah, we can all express our condolences and prayers and well wishes for the families of the victims of these. uh, Now they're saying it's 18 or 19 children that were killed and two teachers. So that would be 21 people. And then if you count the shooter's grandmother, that makes what, 22? So stark contrast between this shooting and the Buffalo mass shooting is this one is now coming after the heels of uh, clearly racist uh, targeted uh, massacre of quote-unquote black Americans, black people, God's chosen people. And now the story shifts to children in a Texas town of called what? Uvalde? Yeah, Uvalde, Texas. Um... This shooter, unlike the one in Buffalo, was, I mean, you could say, I mean, some identify themselves as white, but clearly they're putting his name first, Salvador 
Ramos or Romas or something that they were alleging. I don't know. They got the names confused or not, but definitely when you hear that name, uh, I would tend to think that most people would connote that with being Latino. So, of course, this one, he doesn't survive. He gets gunned down, also wearing body armor, but he gets killed by the police on scene. Which, again, shows you the stark difference in how your treatment goes when you have the complexion for the protection. Or the ethnicity for the protection. So, I'm sure now you have legislators rushing to the floor, to their pulpits, to urge and encourage that we have more and stricter gun laws and gun control. And They have so many gun laws already, I don't even understand what do they think is going to actually stop these mass shootings. Getting to the source of what is causing these mass shootings. And then the issue of how are they getting access to these guns that are being used for these mass shootings. Of course, it never smells right when you get stories like this right up one after the other. And the recalling of history, people up in arms, popular reactions being what they are. And then you have the left-right you know, paradigm, the left-right fallacy of, oh, Democrat versus Republican. Two wings on the same bird. You know, it's harder and harder to think how are we supposed to go on and make it each day. Like, I mean, yeah, you just don't know. You don't know what is going to happen from day to day. So you have to definitely be on your guard, be praying, asking God for his protection, for his help to get through each day. I know I do because... I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am without him. There's so many instances of me being very, very blessed and protected and fortunate that God is looking out for me and for my family. So thoughts and prayers and condolences again go out to the families of the innocent children that were killed by a coward who had clearly uh, some self-esteem or whatever kind of social awkward issues he was having or something and then even to even murder his own grandmother speaks volumes like what what in the hell is actually going on with somebody like that to him to do something this insane I mean the same can be asked of the other 18 year old from Buffalo or that drove to Buffalo excuse me Be right back. Alright, we're back from brief brief break. Um yeah, but we're back on this tub the subject of uh the mass shooting that took place in Yavaldi, Texas, on the heels of the mass shooting that took place in Buffalo. And of course, now the calls that are going to be coming about how do we counteract legislatively these acts of violence, gun violence, who's to blame, how do you protect the Second Amendment while curbing these situations of people getting guns and deciding to just go randomly to soft target areas and shoot up random people. Uh, adults and children alike uh, 
just because. You know, something was brought up earlier today when I was looking at the news. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to hear this criticism about video games and video game violence driving uh, people to want to do these acts that they would be practicing and playing in video games. I thought that was just nonsense at the time. But now more and more, I'm starting to think maybe there is something to that. You know, I've seen a proliferation of video game ads on my phone or on computer ads or whenever you're uh, surfing the web. And a lot of these games that they're pushing have a lot of violence in it, a lot of gun violence or mimicking the mafia or um, what is it, the other one? Grand Theft Auto being mob bosses and uh, running rackets and gangs and being a people. They have, I mean, shooting people, running people over. I remember they had a game called, uh, at once, it was called Carmageddon. And then that game had vehicles that were kind of like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And you would drive around the city and with uh, these vehicles that had knives and things on them and run over people, gore people, you know, just gratuitous visceral violence. And um, I think that, yeah, those things can definitely have an effect on children and, and kids who maybe feel ostracized or don't participate in sports or anything where there's like a sense of belonging and, and team building and camaraderie. It, uh, I don't know. We don't know much about this guy yet. So what we do know is that he was killed by the police on the wrong scene, which is a fascinating, again, uh, juxtaposition when you compare it to the mass shooter, Peyton Gendron, being taken alive in Buffalo. Uh, Salvador clearly doesn't sound like a name like Peyton would. would. So you can kind of start to see how racism can be and permeate uh, every social instance or action that happens. Um, And in particular when it comes to law enforcement. So the issue now will be more than likely heavily skewed towards another distraction for the American people. Instead of worrying about war in Ukraine or COVID or anything else, we're now going to be focused on uh, stripping the people of the ability to defend themselves. The idea that we're going to be made more safe by being disarmed is going to be the agenda of the day, I feel. And I think it's going to be heavily pushed because you have more children, innocent people that they'll say, you know what, you can say all you like about protection, these kids are dead, and it's because of gun violence, and we must get all the guns off the streets. Nobody should have a gun. Not even the police responding who killed the gunman should have a gun. (laughs) I mean, that's going to be the extent of it. Or it's going to be only they should have the gun, when we can clearly see what happens when police are not held accountable for anything they do, and they're armed, and they're killing unarmed civilians. So... This conversation is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, There's going to be still strong opposition to limiting the right to self-defense. And I think that's the issue that should be held up and and argued uh, vociferously. Because that is the standard for all of us. All people, all these families, I'm sure they will tell you, they would not want to be unarmed when somebody comes with weapons and does something like this. 
there were one somebody there just like how the police were there to take him out after he had already murdered 19, 21 people and children. So I guess it's just trying to find a balance between having the right to be uh, having self-defense and unreasonable uh, lapses in regulation of how people are gaining access to these types of weapons that have been used to carry out these uh, mass shootings. Um, yeah, this is, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more debate about it, a lot more screaming, but the emotional toll and loss when you see not just the, or hear the names of the victims, these children and the two uh, adults, the teachers, um, but seeing their pictures, if they were to show, I don't think they will, they may be blurred out, but it's just the idea that that would be used. And if they'll say, well, if that, if that doesn't get people to decide to disarm themselves, then what else do we have to do? You see? So, problem, reaction, solution. And it's a horrible thing when this is, you know, being played with people's lives. Uh, It's going to be a hard, hard road ahead. Maybe also it's saying, it's a a call to... uh, Strongly consider if you haven't already. I know I'm thinking about it, but like, have your exit strategy because this place seems to be going down every day more and more. Till the next one. This has been the world according to us.